I'm recording. All right, all right. Welcome back. We are back. I feel like this is this is episode number twelve. I'm I'm starting to lose count, which I think is a good thing. That's a great thing. I, I don't know. You tell me. It is episode dozen. It's episode number twelve. We are back. There you go. We are alive. We um we survived the insurgents. Um and <laughs> life is life is good, man. I'm actually like I said last episode, even though it's, it felt bad or it felt kind of heavy, I felt great, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. I still feel I feel light on my feet, man. I'm getting up early in the morning. Mm. I'm energized. I, I feel amazing. Yo, are, are people around you scared? Like, when you speak to family uh, members and okay. friends, do like do they have, like, anxiety? Or are they, you know what I'm saying? Like, are they good? Oddly feels calm. Like people aren't as worked up as you would think they would be. I think people were actually more worked up, like right around the election. The crazy thing is, I think that whole Capitol riot shit was like it was a release for a lot of people, which is completely fucked up. But yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> I think it was just like the pressure kind of boiling a bit and going over the top. But yeah. I don't know. Okay, I don't believe that people got out of the system, but people around me seem kind of chill. I, I, I don't know. What, what are you seeing? Um, it's so funny. Someone said that... Like, someone said that Trump had to give his followers... Or those Americans, their Black Lives Matter march. They had to mm. let them destroy some shit because they let black people destroy shit. Wow. So it's kind of like, that, you, wow. I know, crazy. I, like, like when a person said, I was just like, wait, what? I was like, and then I can see that. It's just like, oh, you gonna let them fuck up shit and burn shit and mm. set police cars on fire. But. Uh, we can't hang pins. <laughs> <laughs> that's fucked up, but yeah, yeah. For, for real. But like, that's that's actually really on point. Um, because when you think about it, right? Still fuck them. Well, go ahead, continue. These... But I have to be clear. I'm not. I'm not supporting anything that they did. Fuck them, <laughs> and they are terrorists, no, 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 and they no, should fuck, be sent to Guantanamo. But fuck continue. All that. But but we do like to like psychoanalyze what the hell these people are thinking. Mm-hmm. But like I, I think that's interesting. Like we've seen how these people talk and act, and in my eyes, it's like these guys want their their rally cry. That thing that like them feeling like they're persecuted, right? Mm-hmm. Like what's one of these uh, new uh, what's her name, Lauren Boebert or some shit like that? And she tweets about how she's a Christian and she's being persecuted. Like they want to feel persecuted so that they can act out. Right. Yeah. And that whole riot, it was a chance for them to like, Oh, you know, we're underserved and we're not looked at and we're not paying attention to. So now you don't have a choice but to look at us. You know, it's like, it's like a toddler throwing a tantrum. Yo, you know what I realized too? And it felt so good to watch. Yo. So, <laughs> Like, I'm a little older than you, right? So, I remember living in New York. Well, I mean, you can be in any city, like USA. And back in, like, the 90s, 
I gotta fix that. Back in the nineties, um, they used to like if there was like a fire or a bank robbery, they would find the dumbest, most drunk, backwoods, country black person and say, Hey, so I'm standing here in front of so and so, uh, what did you see? I done seen a uh saw I done I'm like, what the fuck? When I tell you the interviews that they did at the Capitol made me feel so good, man. I felt, I felt, it kind of felt like, it was the most countryest, backward. It's like, you could see, like, I have to be careful what I say, because I want to say a lot of things, but it didn't look good. Hey, man, this, this is a safe space, okay? This is a safe space, okay? But... Yo, it was just like when you saw that the caliber of people who were out there and they were angry. This one guy screamed, yo, what do we do now? He just screamed head on pikes. <laughs> just with a angry red face, head on pikes. It's like, what does that mean? Head on pikes. And he's sort of running. <laughs> it's like, where are you running to, Joe? Yo, this this shit is this shit is yeah. wild, man. Oh, and did it's you see? So wild, like. Mm-hmm. There's there's so many things that these guys like like Trump and his whole cohort like that they do so poorly, right? Like yeah. imagine storming the Capitol and like getting as much help as they got, but still failing their mission, right? Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about all the cops that were working with them and let them in. There's there's been stories this week about how there's some congressmen that like gave tours, even though during COVID there's not to be meant to be any tours of the Capitol, mm-hmm. giving some of these guys tours of the building. And did you see that video of the lady with a bullhorn telling the people that had already gotten in like, oh, you have to break this window and then go left, and then there's two more windows you have to break. So they actually had like some of them had somewhat of a plan. Man, when I tell failed. you, when they I tell still you, so bad at it. I oh think I think goodness. that's one of the things. And obviously, I didn't want them to succeed. No one wanted them to succeed. But mm-hmm. like, how are you just so awful at everything? So you know what's crazy? Her name was, um, I believe, her name was Congresswoman Rep. Rep. Uh, Lauren Boebert. Boebert, yeah. I believe. Yeah, but um, she uh. I'm just curious to see how Americans police their own. Because right now it is kind of like, I think that other people like the George Floyd shit, we thought, we thought that was the end, right? (laughs) We thought that that was a wake up call, but I think we are fully aware now. Did you hear about the black Congresswomen? who went into their room and their panic buttons, only theirs were deactivated? I gotta look into that. Yeah, uh, Ayanna Presley. Her team said that all of her panic buttons were inexplicably removed. None of them were there. And no, as, as far as I understand, no other congressperson had that same issue. Like, these people clearly had specific people that they were going after. You, we saw stuff about Pence. 
clearly they were targeting uh, Ayanna Presley. Uh, there were reports that they were targeting AOC. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's just all so insane. And we we know that they're not taking. It's crazy that it still feels like they're still not taking this issue as seriously as they really really should. Mm-hmm. They're like slowly, okay, yeah, well, we've arrested like 20 people so far. Dude, there was a thousand people out there. Listen. A couple thousand. And oh, yeah, we've arrested like 60 people. Do you, <laughs> yo, let me tell you how crazy America is, man. Do you know what was trending a few days ago? What? Hang Mike Pence. It was trending. Okay. And Trump was the one who put all the all the stress on Pence to not do this oh, ceremonial he, oh, thing for the election. He set him up, and then they said that literally they got Pence out of there in the nick of time. They were going for him, man. They were going for him. So just Boy. like it goes to show you, man. I, I had an argument, right? Whether or not what type of narcissist. Donald Trump is and I told my little brother I said I said yo he's a psychopath no 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 he can't a psychopath is way too that means that he doesn't have any feelings or remorse he he doesn't understand he doesn't have empathy he doesn't I was just like I said what I said my man <laughs> your man's not your man because he didn't really support him but it's just like he's a psychopath man like he literally knew he was trying to do the strong dictator's playbook. Oh yeah, oh yeah. He was. He'd been reading Mussolini and Hitler and everybody else. No, nah, he was listening to the audiobooks. He wasn't reading, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yeah, you know this, that nigga read his shit. <laughs> yo, this shit is wild, man. And then they said that. Um, yo, I heard a little cough in the background. Uh, then they said, since we're on that note, um, <laughs> then they said that um, a few of the Congress people caught COVID because of the people who came in. Mm-hmm. The whole thing is just so chaotic. And like, you know, it's been well over a week since it happened and we're still getting like this drip drip of more stuff to happen as a result. It's, it's wild, man. It's, it's difficult to, to wrap your head around. Um, but I guess my, my question more so is like, what happens next, right? So if we have the inauguration. Joe Biden's coming in. Oh, I'm sure you saw that uh, Uncle Joe is, you know, trying to get everybody that two that 2000 I'm still waiting on my 600 by the way. Yo, my they, shit they ain't come out. either, son. When I tell you, I be looking. Yo, I set up a ring outside of the mailbox. <laughs> Just do it. alert me when you walk in, man. Like, I spent six hundred on that. All my old addresses. Listen, <laughs> I spent I, I, I spent six hundred on that, man, just to see if I can get the check. But yeah, man, I still don't get my money yet. Um, I definitely do need that, and I also mm-hmm. need to. Um, yeah, I mean, what what to do next? What's next? I think what's next is, I think we need to keep. Look, folks, and all the people listening to TUSP, you know what I'm saying? The Unusual Suspects podcast. At some point, me and Jared will be able to swing line over 
to financial freedom. We'll be able to talk about what we really want to talk about and investing and personal health and well and awareness. But um, right now, I think what we should really do is focus on our finances, focus on our, our money. This world is about to open up. I know you feel it. Ooh. It may be in the next six months. Ooh. It may be a year, but this world's about to open up. And the people who planted many seeds will do well. I think mm. that black people, Amen. minorities, need to keep that same fucking energy and stay your dumb ass inside. You hear me? <laughs> stay your dumb. <laughs> Let them do what they doing out there. Because they, they about the bullshit. Hey. You know what I'm saying? They about yeah. that bullshit. Please. At least when we marched. Please, I do not want to turn on my TV and see any of my beautiful brown and black brothers and sisters and little babies. Little bitty street. babies out there. Stay mm-hmm. your ass at home. Stay your ass at home. That's what we could do. Let this shit die out. Because, yo, you know what I almost did? <laughs> but I ain't do it, man. I was so mad, man. I looked at that picture and I saw that one black man standing in the Capitol with the Trump hat on, man. And I almost, it took everything in me. I almost screenshotted this in the FBI. Because I wanted to know who he was, man. I wanted to know. But I was just like, oh, I'm going to get this nigga passed, man. I want to give him a pass. I want to give him a pass. <laughs> but, you yo, know, yo. Tell yo. me you saw the meme. It's, it's him standing there. And he's like, he's thinking, if I were a stimulus check, where would I be right now? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I bet you out of everyone that did some fucked up shit, he's going to get the highest, con- like the the highest jail sentence. <laughs> 30 years. Yo, that would be crazy. <laughs> that would be fucking crazy. Yo, just to, uh, yo, it's so funny how like the injustice of what America is, is actually the same thing that's turning around and biting them. The fact that you feel that you're like, impervious to the law and you could do whatever you want hey my name is karen loffler and um and we broke into the uh that front area i put my little hand i cut my hand so i put a little blood on there for some dna evidence um i live at 444 elm street in uh in uh, kayleen texas it's just like they can say and do whatever the fuck they want to do man and now they're realizing, yeah. I really hope that once this new administration comes in, they go the fuck in. They go the fuck in and they mop Ooh. everybody. Because that's going to be the only way oh, yeah. to protect America. Really? Yeah. Yeah, because, you know, you're, you're completely spot on. All these people feel like they're doing this shit with their chest out. With supreme and see the thing, and the thing that makes me a little bit confident that I think Biden and his boys are going to act mm-hmm. is because now white nationalism has become a very real threat to white people. Ooh, think shit. about that. When white nationalism, right, the KKK and all these other hate groups have been terrorizing black people since the beginning of fucking time, right? Mm-hmm. But now, all of a sudden, because think about that. Think about when the Confederacy breaks off from the United States. 
once it is a clear threat to the union, to white people in power, oh, they act. Oh, they put the boys in blue and they go hard. Now, when they're just attacking us, well, calmer heads need to prevail. But when you're going for them, they're going to respond. You know what they're going to do? What I think we're we're going to see is like the full force of the FBI, the CIA, the boys in blue. You see how well they're protecting the Capitol now. They're shutting down all the streets. They got National Guard sleeping over. They're not playing now. What's going to happen is this right here, man, is they should be very clear. They should be very clear. Like five people died, right? Oh, uh, yeah. with that little, um, that invasion, right? Like that failed coup. Um, they're going to have to realize that they're actually terrorist cells in America. And... They could have been successful and they could have took a lot of lives when they went in there or beat people up or, you know, like to or kill people. Yeah. Right. Um, And if America doesn't address this. It's going to be in the history books and America will be a failed republic. It'll be the most embarrassing. Mm-hmm. It'll be more embarrassing than Rome, than Greece. It's <laughs> kind of like you guys saw. You guys saw a flare-up of something that can overtake the government, and you guys turned your back because it's your cousin. Man, you know how you know how you know how crazy that sound. Look, look, Yo, the the, the like, fucking oh, you know, the history books. The history books much, will not know. be kind. Even <laughs> if, up, but we love them. Yo, even if it's not your cousin, even if it's not your cousin, just my fellow white American just came in with assault rifles and we were literally, did you see the video of the black woman who was in a corner praying as they were breaching Capitol Hall? She was praising, she was praying to God. She was praying to God to please help deliver her and save her. Like, as it was going on, man, like, I'm going to send you the link, but like, Imagine all that shit goes down, right? All that shit go down, and we'd be like, "Nah, we're good. We need unity." What? <laughs> wait, wait, what? These people came in with zip ties. Unity, who? You know what I'm saying? Yo, is that the stripper down the street over at the damn uh, Magic City? <laughs> unity? I know her. I know you're not talking about this. <laughs> Man. Man, it's. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. It's remarkable. That's the word. That, like we're even having this conversation, knowing that eh, there's a chance they might fuck this up. Like it should be so clear cut. Like you passed the buck long enough. Now you finally have the opportunity to act. Nip this shit in the bud. Let's start actually moving forward on a positive note. But you gotta address what's right in front of you. This is it's such it is such a layup. It's a layup. Like, there couldn't be an easier way for you to tackle white terror cells in the United States. You can clamp down immediately. You have the evidence. They've been tweeting about it. They've been posting about it on Parler and all these other sites. You have all the evidence that you need. 
you can with a snap of the finger. And then here's the whole thing. You know the layup. You know how much of a layup this shit is, man. This shit is such a layup. This shit is a, such a layup that if you just did the right thing, you will go down and like you will be in the history books. On the right side, this is the easiest right side of history ever, man. It's so easy. But then you got motherfucking these brave warriors. Like you heard uh, QAnon Jacob Chansley, right? Jacob Chansley is the horned guy you saw with his shirt off with the little sword tattoo. Like, did you see his mom? Yo. Oh, my son, he... He won't eat because they don't have organic food. You want me to explain something to you, man? Let me explain something to you, man. The fact that... The fact that no one checked her... No one checked her, but like... No one checked her. I think that's the problem. The same way with fucking Gail. Gail, who who like interviewed... The girl who tried to, the girl who attacked that little 14-year-old black boy with the phone, right? Mm-hmm. It's kind of like, mm-hmm. well, you do know that what you, can you not see that that was wrong? It's just like, check that bitch. <laughs> it's, so, it's, it's so weird how people try to protect people from their own fake sense of reality, man. Like, it's kind of like, it's, it, yeah. it's crazy, man. Yeah. I bet you Martin Luther yeah, King it, right now. Is fucking laughing in his grave, man. He's like, I told y'all niggas. Yo, him. <laughs> Listen, man. Him, him and Malcolm X, they enjoying the holiday. They having a Bahama Mama. They They're are chilling. laughing their ass off. They are laughing, oh my man. God. This shit is wild, man. You know, yo, you know what still trips me up? What's that? And this is completely off topic, but you ever be listening to the radio and on Martin Luther King weekend and you hear all the promos for like the Martin Luther King club night. Oh yeah. I'd be loving and I those. know, I know, yeah. I know like this discussion has been had a million times, but it still fucks with me, bro. Like why do people do this? <laughs> Yo, let me explain something to you, man. Like, I don't know if you've been a promoter before. Me and you are going to promote a lot of parties, right? Once this thing comes out, me and you will be having <laughs> unusual suspects oh, parties, right? And who knows? We might have a... Uh, yeah, we might have a Martin Luther King uh, uh, unusual suspects uh, twerk-off barbecue uh, party. <laughs> like, yeah. like, I think people be just trying to figure out a reason to do shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I know. Not not in the middle of a panorama having no, a goddamn Martin Luther King. But yo, you know what, man? I know it's too early, right, to bring in some good news. But I gotta say this. I gotta yeah, shout out the real queen, uh, the person who really kept America together. Happy birthday, Betty White! Hit her ninety ninth today, man. Let's give a round of applause, man. Betty White, 99 years old, man. Pulling through. You know what I'm saying? She she is holding America together by her white hair, man. Like, I love this woman so much. Thank you for being a friend, man. Oh, my God. Shout out to Shout Betty. Shout out to Betty White. Shout out to Betty White, man. She's holding it together, man. My goodness. <laughs> 
Some wild shit, man. Oh man. So it yo, really have you gotten um it really is. Let's go back to the number one question, man. It's been a good seven days. Will you be taking the vaccine? I'm still gonna take it, man. Okay. I'm, okay. I'm gonna take. You know, the the more I. Okay, because you know what gave me a little bit of confidence. What's that? I've actually been listening to a lot of like black doctors, right? Breaking down what's in the vaccine and how it works, mm-hmm. right? And I think I needed that to give me a little bit of confidence in it, right? Mm-hmm. And I just, I, I, I look at it like any other vaccine for various diseases that I've already taken, right? You know? I, I prefer taking that than taking the risk of getting COVID. And oh I think God. for me, because it's, it's, it's hit a little too close to home. And having yeah. that confidence again that I won't potentially infect somebody else, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna take it. I'm definitely gonna take it. You know, my um, my friend who I went to college with, he's a doctor. Um, yeah. And, I mean, we the same age. We come from the same, like, very similar backgrounds. Hell, we went to UGA together. But um, I wonder if I should bleep out the college I went to. Some weirdos. But uh, uh. <laughs> But yeah, he he posted a video of him actually inject like like getting the vaccine. But you, I know you saw this. I'm not, I'm not against the vaccine. I am. But um, did you see the dude who took the took both vaccines and he still caught it? What? Like he took Pfizer and Moderna? No, he took. Uh, um, I think he took Pfizer. He took both shots. Oh, the first and then the second dose. And then he caught COVID like a week later or two weeks later, some shit like that. Damn. I mean, it's it's nuts because like I'm sure you've also seen the stories of like these different mutations that they're starting to find. Mm-hmm. Like there was a mutation that spreads faster that they found in the UK. And recently they found another mutation. And so I, I don't know, man, like this thing is changing so quickly. You know, the vaccines that are coming out, they might work for certain strands, and then a new one pops up that we didn't know about. I, I don't know. I, like, there's there's no foolproof way, because, again, it's a vaccine, it's not a cure, right? Mm-hmm. So, and none, and none of them offer 100% efficacy. See. So, I guess, technically, you're still running a risk. But you know what? I think it's kind of like, hell, you could take aspirin. It doesn't mean your headache's going to go away. So, True. Or, or you could take your vaccine for influenza and still catch a cold or catch a flu. So, no, nah, that makes a ton of sense, man. Like, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. Um, I'm still not going to take yeah. it. I'm just going to stay away from everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and this is just my normal yeah. living anyway. I just don't. I've always, this is going to sound weird, but if I walk past you in a supermarket, I hold my breath. And this is before COVID. I don't know why I do that, but I think maybe I've smelled someone and it was really bad and it's, it scarred me for life. So he just got PTSD now. I always socially distance. Always. Always. But, but you know what? Like, I'm actually, I feel like. 
you know, I'm, I'm careful saying this, but I'm actually taking a lot of positives from having to live under like a COVID lockdown, right? Because mm-hmm. it's like, okay, I started building my gym and now I don't want, I don't, I don't like the idea of actually going to a gym. I prefer working out at home. And I feel like that's something I'm going to keep doing even if I do have the vaccine. I got to right? build my gym out, bro. That's so important, man. I need to eat better. But yeah, you're 100% right. So you pretty much, yeah. you knew you had to work out. So you're just like, yo, let me just build my shit here now so I could yeah. be ready to fight and motherfucking uh, and not have to be around a whole bunch of people, man. Yeah. And like even the social distancing thing, I was living like that already. Like you can't find me nowhere. Like, <laughs> like why is this man always bailing? Last minute, it's like, well, nigga, because I didn't want to go. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of, yes, yeah, a lot of I stuff. I was already living that life. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we're bailers, yeah. man. That's um, yeah, I gotta get. Yeah, there are like I think that's a I think that's what this episode is about is looking at the uh the bright side of this lockdown, man. I'll tell you what it has. Yeah. Like what besides that have you? gotten better with in life that you don't think you would have nailed like is it the working out like that's the major one? Uh, I got a good one first of all you guys listening I don't think you understand how amazing it is that me and Corey have been doing this podcast for 12 weeks straight and somehow neither one of us have made an excuse to bail out wow <laughs> like, yeah it is that's truth Absolutely amazing. You speak right? the truth right that now. That shows you our dedication, how how bad <laughs> we want to make this shit happen. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no, but one thing I never thought that I would become a morning person. I, I've notoriously been that grumpy guy that stays up too late and just can't get up in the morning. But like, especially these last couple weeks, actually getting out of bed at 5.30 in the morning, oh, getting you? a workout in, starting my day. Oh, you a wild boy. I was never that guy. But, like, I literally feel transformed. Wow. I feel so much better about my day starting it off that way. That's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, think... you know, embrace the change, man. You got to embrace the change, there's man. There's some genuine good things in that. I think that what it is, is... uh. I think that COVID has created a fake rock bottom. Mm. So a lot of times people make these changes once they hit rock bottom, right? They'll be like, you know what? I'm yeah. going to do what I want to do because shit is fucked up anyway, right? So we have this this uh, this constructed rock bottom because, you know, people can't go to work. People can't make money. People's businesses are down. Or people was working a job and they just got canned without any conversation they got a text messages hey we're shutting down we'll send you your check yeah. you know what i'm saying so i think that this false this false rock bottom has has pushed people to follow their fucking dreams man and not be scared and just do do shit do the shit you want to do man yeah. do the shit you want to do man jared i heard yeah, that you no, wanted I, to I, just like I heard you like want to tap dance, and but if that's what you want to do, announce it. Just dance, bro. Dance. 
<laughs> do what you want to do, bro. Yeah, man. You know, it, it's so funny. Like, someone called me today. Well, okay, I can't really talk about it. But someone called me today, and they said that they wanted to do something that, like, the old me would have immediately started discouraging them because it was just something that was kind of far-fetched isn't the right word. But <laughs> something that's very difficult. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> but, like, I was like, you know what? You do that shit. I want to see you make it happen. Like, it's it's such a big mindset shift because anything someone comes to me and tells me that they want to do, I literally want to see you succeed. Yeah. Unless you're planning to go back to the Capitol and act a fool. Yeah. I'm not anything else... <laughs> I might call uh, the FBI on your dumbass, but yeah. But anything else, man? Yeah, you like who knows? Yeah, man. You know, I, I want because man, I want to see, especially with people I know. I want to see you do some amazing shit. I don't care how far away you think that thing is. I want to see you come up with a way to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. There's there's so many changes that are happening and are going to continue to happen, and I really think this season is about embracing that change. You know, um, you, you know what I want to do real quick. What's that? I posted something earlier, and I asked people, you know, what are some of the things they wanted to talk about on the show? Mm-hmm. Uh, so another page that we follow, uh, starting overdrive. Right, mm-hmm. uh, they have a, a dope podcast that you can tune into. They ask us to talk about how news organizations can make the world a better place. And you know, we haven't talked enough about the media. Do you yeah. think the media can actually have a positive influence? Oh, or do you course. think, like, especially all this shit that's happened, do you think they just end up fueling the the flames? You know what? Um... First of all, shout out to Starting Overdrive. Um, um, they talk about real stories of starting over with real people of all walks of life. Um, I would say yes because I think that's where I think that's where the programming begins. Like we get programmed from television shows, movies. With the news, we are so invested in the news for information that a lot of times um, the news kind of sensationalize a lot of certain topics to get more views and more yeah. clicks and more sound bites and and um yeah i think that i think that they could do a lot a whole lot better in pushing it and i think that what it is you know what it might be it might be what? these social media youtube and conspiracy pages that are blowing the news media out the water because they're doing sensationalized um our reptilians taking over the world of course people are going to click on it but cnn might get two right. two million clicks and that weird news spot might get 20 million clicks so now they're using that type of format to feed the people what they want and people oh. want to be outraged and shocked and they want the clicks. So, I mean, yeah. it's very scary. There has to be some type of regulation on news. There has to be some type of regulation on news. Because if not, we'll have different companies 
shit, different countries coming in, radicalizing. They're literally rat, uh, uh, radicalizing Americans. And we're letting it happen. Yeah, no, it's it's already happening, right? Yeah. And it's like think me wrong. I think I think the news and news organizations as a whole they serve a particular purpose, and I do think that a lot of good can come from it. But it's a uh, it's a very very difficult tightrope, right? Yeah, because you know, like one of the main foundations is like journalistic integrity, right? Yeah. You try and tell the truth, and you try and tell it without bias. But you have one massive problem. How does an individual remove bias? A mm. person's experiences, you know, different things that they've uh, experienced and they believe, it's going to seep into their work. It's, it's inevitable. And then you have, like, the whole, I guess you can call it hive mind or group think. When you work in an organization... And you work around people who believe certain things and they live their life a certain way, you guys all start kind of moving in the same direction. So it becomes difficult to actually stay in that true middle path. So I think I think that's kind of the question. Like, is that even possible? Can a, a large group of people stay in that middle, you know, unbiased place when talking about things that are happening in the world? Like, that's... I... I I struggle to really think if that's truly possible. I mean, I think that there's a book called The Four Agreements, right? I think that Yeah. I think that people set agreements that they were taught by their fathers, things that they discovered by their friends or things that they live by or they they used it as survival mechanisms. And it's kind of like mm-hmm. like it's kind of like when you tell someone, hey, um, not all people are bad. Not all one race is bad. They'd be like, no, my granddaddy told me. No, 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 no. That's not true. Like, I'm not bad. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like breaking. A person has to want to actually be a seeker of truth. And this is not a yeah. QAnon um, commercial, but a seeker of truth. Um. And I think a lot of people don't want to be exposed that they were wrong all these years. So oh, yeah. it it falls uh, it falls on the person. It falls on the individual. Yeah. You have to want to want to seek out the truth, no matter where it may lead you. Yeah, and no, I, I think you're completely right. I I think most people they're not really there to be a true seeker. They're looking for other people and other organizations to agree with what they already believe. They're looking for reassurance, not the truth, right? Yeah. You know, like, I'm sure most of you guys have seen that Social Dilemma uh, mm-hmm. documentary, and it, it explains so well how, you know, when you're online, you end up following and engaging with people, like-minded people, right? And like this that's not inherently wrong, but what ends up happening is you're only getting information from your base. And anytime something happens, right? Like you're getting it from your culture, your base's uh, perspective. Yeah. But when you don't get the other side's perspective or someone who's neutral or third party, 
your view of an event happening is always going to be slightly warped. So as much as you want to tell yourself, man, I'm objective and I don't get caught up in the hype. But we all have those things subconsciously that we do and believe that it's like we're just constantly looking for reassurance, not seeking the truth. You know what's interesting? It's, it's, it's like a muscle you have to exercise. Do you know what I think was the best thing for Americans? A lot of Americans mm. who voted, not just for the president, but like also voted for the props, right? The thing that was interesting is if you went, like I live in California, right? So there's this California um, prop site that shows you unbiased pros and cons. Like you people who are voting for yes are voting for yes because of these reasons. The people who voted for no are voting for no for these reasons. And if you remember, I even called you to, to get like, yo, so for blah, 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 blah. Like, how do you feel about this? Like, and then I recalled someone else and they gave me a whole new thing. We have to start realizing that life is not black and white. There are levels to a lot of different things. So if I'm speaking to you about something, it's the same thing with the president. I would imagine when you became the president of the United States, if you're not a complete piece of shit, you would probably have to rack your brain about a lot of different things. They're just like, yeah, uh, yeah, the cops are doing bad things, but if we do that, then we might get a, um, like we might have a breakdown of the government, and then the police unions will pull out, and then there'll be a surge in crime, and more people could be hurt. Hey, you could do this drone strike, and it will take out the bad guy, but you also have to kill seven other people. Things are not black and white. There's a lot of gray yeah. area when it comes to life, and I and I hope, I hope that, um those people would realize that they have to balance out and make do critical thinking with the way the world is critical thinking. And I think that hopefully, hopefully people realize that these, a lot of things are cut and dry in black and white, but a lot of things aren't. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I think that's, that's completely true. I've always, I've always felt like, you know, people always talk about, oh, in school, you know, they should teach you about uh, taxes or how to balance a checkbook and just, you know, basic life skills. Yeah. And you notice so much of what we're taught, you're not actually taught critical thinking, right? And honestly, something that simple, I, I firmly believe is such a main reason why America has gotten so divisive and that people hold their beliefs so firmly without even attempting to investigate and figure out if what they believe is right or right or wrong. They just simply believe it and believe it strongly. We're taught here to just believe and have faith versus versus investigate and be critical about the information that's being brought to us and say, okay, this makes sense because two plus two equals four, right? But you're giving me some other information that doesn't add up, so I'm not going to accept this as a truth. Yeah, it, It's such a, such a simple concept, but we're not taught it 
at all, really, you know, except for the, the fortunate few that have parents that teach it to you or the right mentor in your life. Or maybe there's that one professor that really breaks it down for you, you know? Well, I'm doing that with but my most kid. Most people go through life and they just, they don't get that such a important skill set. I think I'm going to do that with my kid. I'm going to take my kid on like a, uh, oh, hot, yeah. a hot air balloon. And I'm going to be like, hey, Timmy. Okay. You got this puppy or this kitten. Okay. Your arms are going to get tired. You have to drop one of them. One of these guys are going to die. Which one are you going to choose? Like, you have to put real life, painful situations. Okay, you traumatize your kids, man. To <laughs> teach, you got to teach your kids that life isn't fair. And you just have to make the best decisions. You got to make, little Timmy. You got to make it. I'm going to call my... And it's going to be little Timmy. Little is going to be part of his name. But yeah, yeah, man. This shit is... Yeah, critical thinking is very... Like, like it's, it's going to be very important to, to teach critical thinking. Because people don't understand yeah. that. Um, and then people don't even understand, yeah. like, consequence. Okay, here's my question. I got a question for you. Yeah. Is is there is there a pandemic of mental Ill, illness in America? Oh, oh boy! I should have uh, saved that for the for the next episode, but I mean, we can. But I mean, look, we. We could really have a whole episode dedicated to it, but in short, there definitely it look, there's been an epidemic, pandemic, whatever the right terminology is. That's been the case for a very long time in America. And I think now what's happening is it's coming to a hilt because people are experiencing so much and there's so much that people are realizing they don't know how to deal with. And I, I really look at my generation, millennials, you know, you're seeing millennials have all these issues with anxiety, all these kids being diagnosed with ADHD, uh, getting put on things like Adderall and Ritalin and stuff like that. Tasty. And I really feel like we haven't taken the time to really understand how mental illness and mental health in general really works. Right, mm -hmm. what the science is really telling us, and like finding a way to actually be kinder to each other, and first actually being kinder to ourselves. Like I, I have a whole journey, and believe me, I'm still working on my podcast where this is all I'm going to talk about. But it's it's something that if we don't get a hold of it now, mm -hmm. and there there has been some positive signs, and you know certain companies and organizations are making some progress. But if we don't get a hold on it now, you're going to see more and more of these conspiracy theorists kind of guys that are absorbing this information. Mm -hmm. They they haven't been given those critical thinking skills. They haven't found ways to balance and ground themselves so that they don't go overboard, become overstimulated, and act out in a way that they can't take back. You know so what's it, interesting? Is we, we got a long road ahead. Um, yeah. and it, it definitely has to be addressed. I gotta be much a, sooner rather than later. I gotta be a better person because I have to differentiate 
the difference between mental illness and you just being an evil piece of shit human being. Now, yeah. I understand. I Listen, listen. I already know where you're going to go. You're going to be like, Corey, like people, like, like people are a product of their choices and things that they would learn and everyone can come back. And I'm trying to hold on to that. But there's some shitty people, man. There's some there's some people that I don't know, man. It's kind of like I always rack myself and I don't want to get too deep because we're almost done with this podcast. But there are certain there are certain people I rack my brain with the question of are there certain human beings that need to be removed from the planet? That you know what I'm saying, and I think that's what it comes down to. It's kind of like, are, are like, is there retro? Like, can someone? Can everyone be saved? Or are there certain people just like, okay, we don't know what happened with you. Um, somehow you don't have a soul. We're gonna have to take you out of here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hopefully yeah. you come back as a I mean, clam look, or or a, a starfish. I, I hear you, and. I completely understand where you're coming from because, like, even I'm I a peaceful man. I'm not a violent person. I'm a I, peaceful I have, man. <laughs> I have those days where I'm like, man, like, can this person be redeemed? But I, I genuinely believe that all people, no matter what your affliction, affliction is, how wretched you are, that you can be saved, right? You mm-hmm. might not be able to be saved by me. That's a whole nother <laughs> that's a whole nother issue. I can't save everybody. There's very few I can save. But everyone can be saved. And everyone does have an infallible spirit. Um some are lost, some are very, very lost. And there's only certain people or certain forces that can pull them back from the deep end, but Yes, any and everybody can be saved. But boy, do we have a lot of work to do. Man. First of all, yeah. like... Uh, that's, that's all I can say on that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to leave that there. Like, I'm going to really mull over it. What I will say is I am, uh, to enter on a positive note, I'm sure you got some positive... Well, you just enter on a positive note, but to a positive note, let's give a shout out to Dr. Dre for coming back home. Yes, sir. Uh, um, after his brain aneurysm, and uh, hey man, yeah, all is well, man. Shout out to the people at Cedar Sinai Medical Center in L.A. And uh, I don't know if it was if he was faking <laughs> because what was going on. I mean, I don't think he was faking, but anyway, either way, man, let's give a hand clap for Dr. Dre, man, for being back, man. We love you, baby. Woo. Hey man, great, great to see my man's back in the studio. Yeah, man. Well, shit, man. Is there yeah, anything man. else you want to... That's, that's another episode. So, look, make sure you guys are following us at Unusual S Podcast. And as you saw from today's episode, if you guys want us to talk about anything specific, leave a comment on our Instagram page. We'll pull it up. We'll try and go through it. We'll give you guys our two cents. Um, but make sure you're following us. We're going to be back at you Absolutely. next week. So stay tuned. Stay safe, Maybe man. it doesn't come next.